Hey guys, welcome to Talk Shit with P. Yay! I have a guest with me today and it's Dr. Gimbal. Hey Dr. Gimbal, how are you doing today? Hey P, I'm very good. I'm very good. So, I'd like you to introduce yourself so the people can know who you are and where you are and what you do. Um, as the P said, my name is Dr. Gimbal. I I'm currently living in Dar es Salaam, Tanzania. I work at the National Hospital, Mbili National Hospital, but I'm also doing my residency in uh, emergency medicine uh a third year. Um I was supposed to graduate somewhere this year in September but then corona hit. But regardless, I'm a senior resident at Mbili National Hospital and I work at the emergency department which is like part of the front line for the COVID-19 uh pandemic. So, um Thank you for joining us today and as you heard from her she is the front line with the covid pandemic so that's why she's joining us today and um I know for us in America uh we kind of get what how serious covid-19 is this pot- this episode is mainly for my people back home and for those people also all over the world who ain't getting how serious this is or in simple terms of how to easily take care of you and your family members so that's why Gimbo is joining us today so Gimbo please in in normal terms and with not so much misinformation on especially on Twitter and everywhere else where people are finding social media where people are just saying all this shit just to say shit um mm-hmm. tell us how can we stay safe what to do and what not to do so you just have to know what coronavirus is first of all no one really know the every entire thing about coronavirus the novel coronavirus is a mutating virus this that's one of the sentences this one of the comments you'll find any everywhere right now and in most countries it has moved from an international level of transmission that is from transmission from people who come outside the country to a community level of transmission that is people are transmitting with themselves so uh, how do we stop uh, community transmission so things are proposed every day like uh, social distance when you cuz if it's around the air like in literal simple term if it's around the air and uh, i'm positive for the next person not to get uh, the same infection we need to social distance we need to keep uh, a distance between the say so if i if i breathe out my virus i do not breathe it in their face right mm-hmm. uh, so another thing put on a mask if i have a positive uh, coronavirus if i put on a mask then it just uh, it's all uh, held by my mask or if you if i'm working with someone who is a uh, who does not have a, any infection if i put on a mask same way or who has an infection the mask will be protective so mask 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 uh coronavirus has been known to stay on surfaces has been known to stay everywhere so that's why we insist on washing your hands so if i'm going to uh, use a public transport i'm going to use a train if i'm going to use a daladala in our cases if i'm going to touch a table of a person who maybe by mistake they have sneezed their virus onto the utensil on that particular object so if i touch the place it's better i wash my hands before i touch my face 
because coronavirus is a respiratory um, uh, infection. So it wants, if you put it anywhere where it can uh, enter your respiratory system, which is the eyes, the face, basically the nose, the mouth, it's easy for it to enter your respiratory system. So wash your hands when you touch every other place, um, put your mask, social distance, and yeah. I think that's the most basics that everybody will keep on insisting. Okay. Um, thank you for that. Um, now, this question that I have, the ins and outs of wearing masks and gloves, to me, I would mm-hmm. really like to know more into that because I'm going back to work today. Well, it's 4 a.m. right now. I'm going back to work at 11 on Monday. So, and I, I know we're not supposed to to touch our faces or anything, but when we're wearing like things like gloves, right? So mm-hmm. if we need to scratch our face, that means we have to remove the gloves and like scratch or whatever, wherever is itching. But does that mean we can wear the same gloves? So that means you gotta throw that out and wear a new one. So gloves, don't wear gloves if you're not a medic. Because even if I'm in the hospital and I put on gloves, I'll put on gloves, I'll use it on that patient that I'm putting on gloves, I'll remove, I'll put a new set of gloves. So unless you, so that's why I'm like, there will be no reason for any other person to just put on a a glove because you're going to catch the virus in the gloves that you're putting and you're not changing. Like in medical places, in hospitals, we put on gloves to touch a certain patient, remove them wash our hands if there is a next patient to touch you put on gloves we we necessarily don't put on gloves the whole day so when it comes to gloves i don't think people should just put on gloves and, and walk around you'd rather uh if you if you think you're you're at the bank or if you think you're at the office and you're going to touch a, a desk you'd rather wash your hands frequently instead because the other bad thing with putting on gloves is i might put on gloves and fine i'm protected myself i'm touching a bench and i'm like um yeah uh, this bench has viruses and you put on you you touch the same gloves with your face you touch the same gloves with your phone you touch the same gloves with your computer keyboard and before you know it there's just some time where you you will not put on those gloves and you're touching your phone again you're touching your computer keyboard again so when it comes to gloves medics put on a glove for a certain thing remove them so unless you can do that uh, have a box of glove and then Put on gloves, touch your computer, put on gloves, uh, touch your phone, put on gloves. Uh, I would rather you don't put on gloves. Makes sense. And with the mask, so um, I, I have been home um, all this time. So I wasn't wearing masks because I really don't go out. I've just been in mm-hmm. my house. And if I go out, it's really to my mailbox or my fireplace, which is in the compound. But now that um, yeah. we've been at work, uh, getting ready to open, we are... So I work at home, guys, and um, these three past days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we have been going, the management people have been going in to, to prepare for opening on Monday. But then I started wearing a, a mask, and I keep on sneezing in it and coughing. So what's the best way to, to take care of this mask that we wear? Because mine is that washable one. Mm-hmm. So like- uh, first of all, uh you you have to put on a mask because the cdc which is the center of disease control has uh, approved and has suggested using of cloth masks for community level transmission and it reduces transmission to minimum of 30 percent if one person puts on a mask uh so mask is a good thing when you're going to interact with the community next thing even us as medics get uh 
get irritation by mask. Uh, there's even a study that is done on headache induced by masks. So masks do have a side effect, um, but you get used to it. I think that's, I used to get that at the beginning of, of all this, but right now I, I don't think I still get a lot of headaches. So I get flow or unless I've, 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 I've worn my mask for a long time. So yes, you'll get a slight flu. Yes, you'll get headaches probably, but somehow I think the body adapts to it. And um, just as long as make sure your mask is clean, make sure it's worn in the correct, uh, in the correct um, way. Um, yeah, you should, be, you should be fine. I think. And, um, uh, the the ones which are washable, right? The cloth ones. Yeah. How often do you have yeah. to wash it? You wash it, I think, every day. Exactly. When you you put it in the morning, you go back, you wash it. Because the thing is, you don't know what you have catch. Exactly. The mask from outside will prevent you from whatever someone is breathing towards you. The mask from inside will present whatever you will prevent others from whatever you're breathing. So this mask uh, will hold uh, infective organisms outside and inside. So if you've gone through your day, you come back, you'd rather wash it, and then you, you do the thing all over again. All right. And um, for those people who are not, re um, they are feeling a little bit sick, but they're not sick, sick to be admitted into the hospital or whatever. What kind of medical medicine and cures do you have to advise them to use? So... A thing about coronavirus is uh, studies show 80% of people present with mild symptoms to no symptoms. Mm -hmm. So P, you and me could be positive right now, but we don't even have one symptom. And, and that's the danger of coronavirus. Exactly. That's uh, the same part. The fact mm -hmm. that you the might be walking, knowing. Walking, yes, yes. That's, that's the danger part of this. The 80% of people who will be walking, they're positive. And then there are these 20% of people. This 20% of people, there are this uh, 14 to 17% that will be what we call critical ill. So these people come to you with severe chest pain, difficult in breathing, and uh, they will be having uh, GI symptoms like diarrhea with their coronavirus. And then there are 3% of people. These are what we call severe critical people. So these are the people that this um, coronavirus has now gone to the lungs severely to cause something we call ARDS, or it has infected the blood uh, to cause something we call sepsis. Uh, and this is how a lot of pharmacology called a cytokine storm, so let's just leave uh, that there. But just know that 80% of these people will not present with symptoms and mild symptoms. So just like any other award studies and different case studies have shown, like it will just present you with like a mild flu. So what do you do? You do what we call symptomatic management. If you if you if it comes with you with a, a fever, use your Tylenol, use your acetaminophen, use your paracetamol, your Panadol. Use those. If it comes to you with slight flu-like symptoms, uh, use your antihistamines, so like the cetirizines and all that. And that's what actually we do in the hospital. We prescribe symptomatic management in all these people that come with uh, mild cases. Um, boost your vitamin C. Uh, no clear studies show the importance, but vitamin Cs and boosting your vitamin Cs has been shown to have improvement in other diseases that present with flu-like symptoms. So boost your vitamin C. Have your oranges, have you have your grapefruit, have your um, lemon teas, like just uh boost your immunity and yeah basically 
symptomatic management, boost your immunity, have a lot of fluids, rest. So if that's if you're presenting with mild symptoms, and these are the 80%. And stay home if you don't have to go out, right? Stay home. <laughs> go out. Stay home. Okay, so I would like to know how crazy is it at the hospital for you guys? Because I can only imagine. Yeah, it gets crazy. There are days where it's nice, and when I say nice, it means you don't have all your... F- we have four resuscitation rooms in Mwembele, so there are, there are days which is nice where you, you don't have all your four rooms that are full with uh, probably two, three patients each. And then there are days where it's uh, very bad that you, you're you're struggling with isolation, you're struggling with everyone, because from the emergency department, once we suspect someone has covid we have to take them or COVID-like symptoms, what we call a COVID suspect. We have to take them to the isolation room where they, they, they go for testing, right? Mm-hmm. So there's some times where the isolation rooms are full, the emergency is full, and you have more patients coming, and you're stressed because you feel like you're breathing COVID all around. You're in your PPEs, and by this time, it's like you're six hours, seven hours in, and you're sweating, and you're tired, and you're having probably mask-induced headaches, and... All you want to do is just scream and you're almost screaming to everybody because you're talking to the isolation like, how do I get free beds? They're like, well, where do I get free beds? You've sent me patients like this morning. And yeah, so it gets crazy. And then just because we have COVID patients, it doesn't mean we don't have all these other patients. Exactly. So there's still patients who are sick with something else. So in your other room, you have another patient who has like a twisted intestine. You have another patient who is like just an hypertensive patient who came with a stroke and yeah, so it's it's crazy right now because as usually the emergency department used to be busy regardless. So now we have busy plus COVID. So yeah. there are days when it gets very crazy. Wow, that's tough. I, I, I really can't even imagine. But um, we thank you. Me personally, I want to, to thank you for being the front line of this. We appreciate you. And we are praying for you all. I know it's a tough time. And some of us have the luxury of being home while you guys don't, because this is sadly what you chose to do. And not only chose, you kind of are out there with all these people who are sick and you have to, to be there for them and also take care of yourself and your families back home. So on behalf of everybody else, I want to say thank you. And may God bless you and keep you guys safe. We are praying for you guys and rooting for you. So the least we people can do is listen and stay home if you need, if you don't need to be out there. Because this thing is serious. And we have people like Dr. Gimbo who are out there risking their lives for us. The least we can do, show our support is by listening and staying at home. True. And um, and a message for everyone. If even if you're not sick, just stay away. Because I might not be sick, but at home I have my mom who has diabetes, or who has hypertension, or who has a lung disease, or who has a a tumor like a cancer. And those are the worst patients. Those are the patients which present to us with this three percent or that bad twenty percent. Because these guys' immunity is already low, and then introduce a virus in their body. So I might be okay, and I'm like, no, but I'm okay. I'm going to go out. I'm going to walk, but. You don't know who, what you're introducing to people you love. I'm going to visit my grandma regardless. But if your grandma is having a cancer, if your grandma is having a diabetes, if your grandma is having hypertension, you're putting them at risk because if they get the virus, their body is not necessarily as strong as you to fight it. So 
you might be okay with your virus, but just protect the one you love. So just don't social distance, stay at home, all that thing. True. Especially for the young. Go on. Especially for the young people. Because most of the young people are these 80% whose, Im- whose body immunity is fighting the virus regardless. So you don't present with proper symptoms. And you so don't go and visit your grandma or your very sick relative or stuff like that. Because these are the people that are having it bad. Yeah, I had a friend, a very good friend of mine who became like a family. She gave birth, a first child. Um, a week before we went to lockdown. But until today, as much as I want to see the baby and hug, I'm like, yo, your baby is too, still very little. And just because I'm still feeling fine doesn't mean I don't have it. So I must stay away. I keep on seeing the baby through FaceTime and videos and pictures until when it's the normality i don't know if it's ever going to be normal again but a sense of normality until then that's when i'm going to be able to hug this child but until then is love from afar (laughs) so you can still love on people just love them from afar and they understand because it's a worldwide thing it's not just a one country or one person thing the entire world is going through this well, thank you so much, Dr. Gimbo, for visiting us today and for sharing with us this. Hopefully, thank you for having me. Hmm? Thank you for having me. Of course, hopefully, our people will finally understand and try to do whatever is necessary to keep themselves safe and their families and friends. And I know it's tough times, but people, the only way we can get through this is if we do what we're supposed to do. We are losing too many people. We don't need to lose more people over stupidity or just because we want to hang out. True. All right, love. Thank you very much. I'm going to try to go sleep some more before I go to work. Yeah, <laughs> I have to just wake up, put an alarm and wake up and just to do well, this. Sorry about the friends. Huh? I'm sorry about the time difference. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm the one who chose this. This was way better than uh, any other time. I'm just glad I was able to catch you and for us to do this. And yeah, yeah money, happy Mother's Day to Mama Gimbo. I know I'm way past, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely pass those regards. I right. you stay safe and thank you again. Thank you. So, um, I did tell yes. the world that you are more than just a doctor. Can you tell the world your love for LeBron James? You never know. He might listen to this episode. Anything is possible. So, please, tell us. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Oh, my God. I love, uh, I love, I love, I love LeBron James. And... I was lucky to watch him play on February with the Spurs. I, I had gone I had gone for some externship stuff uh, in UCSF in San Francisco. So I flew to LA just to watch LeBron play and I screamed his name and it was one of the best match and wow, I literally love him. I'm obsessed with LeBron James and I've been following him since he was uh an NBA pick and then Cleve and then Miami and then uh, everywhere. So I something Cleave good then, that came out of 2020. Yeah. 
So at least yeah? there's something good that came out of 2020. <laughs> there is something that like there is something good that came out of 2020. It's it it was one of the best if not the best moment of my so, life. LeBron James, if you're listening to this, you have one huge fan in Tanzania, Dar es Salaam. <laughs> Thank you, love. You're, you're beautiful so uh, I think everybody needs to know how you send me a prayer I literally walk up to someone praying for me like and it's not like someone saying I'm praying for you like a, a literal prayer it's I feel like that's that's one of the best things anyone has ever done for me Hi. so yeah you're welcome well- Also, here's for the free promo. If you haven't listened to Rostam Kakatuchati, go listen, stream that video, listen to the song. Amazing shit. Kudos to Rostam Kakatuchati. Dopa's song. Mm-hmm.